Hello again. Welcome to number three, podcast of Beats by Jens. Thank you for listening. want to be three minute heroes right jen <laughs> you wish <laughs> hello guys and welcome to beats by jen's all right and today's episode is about boozy chocolates and candies vegan booze chocolates and candy so welcome back this is our number three episode of beats by jen's and we are going to talk about booze, and you would just assume it's all vegan, but it's not. We're not trying to encourage drinking, you know, drinking alcohol. We're just offering some ethical choices. Nobody likes a drunkard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pointing any fingers. Um, so always drink responsibly. Like seasonal fruits and vegetables, alcoholic drinks can also be matched up to holidays or seasons. So you're not going to be left out or feel left out uh, throw some fruit into a pitcher of sangria 
And then all of a sudden you've just added some vitamin C and it looks kind of summery and fancy. You could also add some dark rum to some fake nog. Um, there's a couple of different brands. I got my eye on Califia because um, it's the coffee um, almond milk that I drink every day, but they have an eggnog, so I'm excited to get that back for the season. And then you'll feel included like in Christmas festivities. You can have some organic vegan sparkling wine for say New Year's celebrations or toasts. You could have mulled wines and throw in some spices, some orange slices for those cold winter nights. I love the eggnog personally or the fake nog. I'm I'm pretty tasty to it too, but when there's booze in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything's better with Jamaica, Jamaican dark rum or what's the other one? Uh, the pirate. Oh, uh, not Sailor Jerry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of him right now. Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan, right? Yeah, right. Captain Morgan makes a really nice dark one too. So, so maybe you know or not, but your favorite glass of beer or wine may contain some sneaky ingredients. These sneaky ingredients won't even be listed on the label because alcohol is commonly exempt from labeling requirements. Oh, look at that. It explains a lot because we look at boost labels and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's weird. It doesn't really say anything. It just says the alcohol content, like what it is, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's interesting. It's like same thing with cigarettes. They don't put the label of what's inside cigarettes Oh, on heck there. yeah, because they would need a whole other page of labels because <laughs> there's so many toxic ingredients. I Here's think your carton of cigarettes, sir, and your user manual. Yeah, <laughs> that should come with it. But nobody would read it. I no. was going to say maybe less people would smoke, but no. They, As they always say, if there was a window in every slaughterhouse, it. people wouldn't be eating meat. Yeah, everybody would be vegan. Uh, Paul McCartney and his wife, Linda, who passed away, they're the ones, I think, that said that quote, so... So obvious animal ingredients like dairy or honey can be easily avoided by just looking at the label. Bailey's Irish Cream. Uh, hello, cream. Yep. Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog already has booze in it, but guess what? It doesn't have eggs in it. Wait, what? But right on the label, very big, very bold, it does say that it contains real cream. Oh, yeah, of course. So you want to avoid that one. Uh, Jack Daniels, Tennessee, whiskey makes a honey whiskey. So, hello. That would be honey. It's too sweet. Jack Daniels is already sweet as it is. They use a lot of Jack Daniels in cooking for the sweetness of it. But, man, when you put oh, honey with like it. Oh, like the barbecue yeah. sauce. And I was thinking that you were referring to Southern Comfort because no. that's totally sweet. Oh, I haven't had that since I was in high school. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I haven't drank it in decades. But was, I'll have to ask my sister that, was, about that one. We did Cactus Cooler in Southern Comfort. Oh, you guys threw up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm bad. sure. No, we just did Cactus Coolers, but we didn't do the... Oh, my gosh. That would throw up. Uh, what do you think about vodka jello shots, Frank? Vegan? Not vegan? Uh, Jello. Yeah, definitely not vegan because gelatin comes from carcasses. Yep. Mm. The most common non-vegan ingredients in alcoholic drinks are there for two reasons. Number one, the alcohol contains an animal product like mead uses honey. That's what mead is. It's fermented honey. Um, boozy honey, right? So that's kind of obvious. Or number two, the animal product is just part of the whole processing of it, how that alcohol is made. Yep. So brewmasters, wineries, and distilleries have been using animal products in the process like their filtration. 
So the reason why wine is not always vegan is because of a process that they call fining. And young wines can appear really cloudy, um, which isn't harmful at all. And eventually it clears up on its own. It settles like a settlement. So as long as you don't like stir it all up. But most consumers prefer their wine. So it's wine. not the cork at the bottom of the bottle. Well, the good wine that you sometimes get from your fancy schmancy customers does have real cork. So yeah, it's cork at the bottom. And that's the settlement. Yeah, the sediment. Sediment, right? Settlement. <laughs> sediment. Back in fourteen oh two, we had a settlement at the bottom of this bottle. But most most of the consumers prefer their wine to be clear. And I gotta say, I don't drink a lot of white wine. But if I did, I would want a clear, sparkling, crispy white wine, and the sun's gonna shine through my glass, and it's gonna look all pretty. I don't think that I would be really impressed with a clouded glass of white wine so i guess i'm part of the consumer just anything clouded in wine in the same sentence just doesn't Uh, sound right to me right no so what they do is use fish bladders oh of course dry bladders from fish um that's what they use for the clarification of some wines not all its fancy name is isinoglass and I still don't even know if I pronounced that. And I even Googled it. <laughs> eyes in a glass? Um, eyes in a glass. Eyes in a glass? Nope. Bladder in a glass. Anyways, it's still traces of it remains when it's drunk, when, you, when, you, when you're drinking it. There's still some traces in it. Um, they also might use a finding agent, um, albumin, which is egg white. So that certainly wouldn't be vegan either. I read very few beers contain animal products as their official ingredients because milk beer, that doesn't even sound good. Although there's milk stout. There's there's milk stout, so yeah. Still, again, I don't know. From my viewpoint, beer is supposed to be refreshing and in... Anytime you add milk to it, like you don't drink milk on a hot day. But what about honey brown? Oh, do you remember the honey brown we used yeah. to drink? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That was a really good one. So some of them may contain honey, but rarely dairy, because that just sounds barfy. Um, but beer manufacturers will also use animal products for their filtering process, just like young wines. Young beers are also cloudy. And then some manufacturers will add refining agents like fish bladders or gelatin to speed up the process, the cla- uh. they're filtering the clarity of it. And then that's, that's the definition of process. It seems to be in a lot of different foods and stuff is they want to do it faster. Oh, yeah. Well, the more they can get out on the market, the faster we buy it and consume it and buy more. And one of the ways we have to do it faster is to genetically modify it. Right. Genetically modify the process. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely modified. But then it gets modified with technology too. Newer machines and everything. They probably don't do it like old school. So that's right. I always had a customer about wine. And he always said to me, he said he gave me one, two bottles. One bottle was made from hand. One made a, one bottle was made through a thermidor or a giant system that the computer controlled the temperature of the wine right. and the process of it. And he says so. The one is hand hand made from humans, and the other one's made by machines. Right. And so when you tried the both of them, we all agreed that the one made by machines was just a bit tardier than the other one made by humans. Really? Yes. Did I sample that? You I don't, did. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember. Did we drink more than the one bottle? We, we drank them both. We drank them both, <laughs> yeah. No, we let wine go to waste. That kind of explains it. So. Um, there are a few craft breweries, though, because that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger been around for an awful long time but more popular that they're now leaving some of those particles behind because they think it adds to the flavor of the beer 
which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. I could personally drink cloudy beer all day long, right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, I drink unfiltered Hefeweizen. It's one of my favorites, and it's definitely cloudy. But like I said, I think I would hesitate with a cloudy glass of wine. White wine. Maybe red, you couldn't tell because red's dark. Well, well, here's another question to you. What about sake? Unfiltered sake Unfiltered, is rice wine. Yeah. And we drink that. And it's a cloudy wine. Yeah. Yeah, but we're usually shooting it back pretty fast, so we don't really see. <laughs> I guess. I don't pour it in a clear wine glass. Right, yeah. Right, and if expect gonna, like, that beauty. Right, because you, when you see of a white wine, you think Chardonnay, so you think clear or Moscato's. Yeah. And there's nothing in there but bubbles. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to see the bubbles. I didn't think that. You might Maybe you can't see the bubbles as much because it's all cloudy and it's got floaters or I don't know. I think it's very fine particles. Don't get me wrong, but. Yep. So the good news is companies are waking up to the demand for vegan products. Uh, many big and small companies are using modern machinery, like we just talked about, to refine their products. And even Guinness uh, made their dark shout circa 1759. And yes, I said 17. That's how old Guinness is. Um, they have made the change. Their dark stout is now vegan. So if you wanted, right, good for them. Yeah, exactly. I like when people people make a change. Right. It shows that, you know what, they're growing. Like They're open to new ideas. Yeah. And you know what, for something with so much tradition behind it, I bet you that was probably a struggle for them. And there's probably lots of vegan or Guinness, I should say, traditionalists that probably poo-poo that. They probably want to drink the, the original stuff just to be traditional. You've got anybody on every side. Right. And hopefully there's more and more people If there's a side that side. says that um, that cloudy wines are better, you're going to find a bunch of answers about cloudy wines that are right. better. If you don't like cloudy wines, you're going to find a whole group of them too out there saying right, that cloudy wines are not better. Yeah, I'm sure you could Google it and find the Facebook group, Cloudy Wines. <laughs> cloudy Wines are awesome or something. It's probably a jazz band. So it turns out there's a vegan Sam Adams Boston Lager. I was not aware of that. A Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's also um, vegan. There's some European ones, and that includes Heineken, Stella Artois, which I can't drink either of those ones. I'm really sorry. I'm trying not to be negative, but they stink. I would have to drink them with my nose plugged, I think, so they just smell weird. Um, and then they all use alternative finding agents like seaweed, like agar agar is a seaweed. Uh, carrageenan is also seaweed. And then there's pectin and cognac, conjac which are plant extracts. That cognac. Can also, it's not cognac, though. We're thinking booze, but it's a cognac plant, I guess. I should have looked up how to pronounce that one. Huh? <laughs> think about it until I say Hey, it I now. like seaweed. Seaweed's really good. I could put seaweed in a drink because that's your salty part. And that's the cool thing about some of the, uh, the, the foo-foo drinks, like the margaritas and stuff. They put salt around the rim. Right. Why couldn't you just incorporate an organic seaweed? Because it would probably dissolve and make your glass of whatever look like... Ugh. Well... Yeah, probably. Right? It would just dissolve and then turn into like a little mushy thing at the bottom. Yeah. Kind of like when you eat miso soup. Yeah. Yeah, cloudy. Yeah. Well, the miso makes it cloudy, but the seaweed at the bottom is kind of like a big slimy hunk of veg. So, vegan wines um, use a clay based finding agent or they use proteins derived from plants again. Uh, Proteins derived from wheat, from corn, gluten, legumes. Who knew? I like legumes. legumes. I love legumes. Yes. So there's a brand called Cycles Gladiator, and the spokesperson 
I think it was a woman, but I'm not really sure. I didn't get to catch the name. Uh, was quoted, we don't use the byproduct of any creatures in anything we produce unless you can count the millions of little yeast we fo- force into suicidal servitude. Wow. <laughs> Which I thought was a good one. So my next trip to AJ's Fine Foods in our Phoenix area, I'm going to look for Cycles Gladiator. Um, do you, speaking of AJ's, do you remember the the wine guy at AJ's years yeah, ago? Yeah, I told him, where's the yellow tail? <laughs> and he uh, looks at me and gives me the, the wave. like The disc disc with his finger? We don't sell that here. Right? Only fine wines. And he said, go back. Thanks, buddy. I'll just go to Walmart. He told you to go back to the ghetto, you bum. Yeah. Told me to go. Oh. Take a hike. <laughs> if we were bigger people, we might have been embarrassed. We don't serve your kind here. <laughs> Please move on from AJ's Fine Foods. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, felt, I felt belittled. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I just, oh, that's just silly, right? We should have stuck around and looked for what quality wines they did. <laughs> yes. Do you have any wines under $10? <laughs> Not in a box? Tisk, tisk, tisk. <laughs> Not here, sir. Keep it moving. Um, and then also for those extra special occasions like anniversaries in October, hint, hint, uh, Bellissima Prosecco is a vegan, organic, which is totally separate again, sparkling wine. Uh, with the help of Christy Brinkley, who happens to be the most beautiful 66-year-old woman ever, um, I just looked her up. And I know young people might not know who Christy Brinkley is. She was the one doing the ads with Chuck Norris for the the, the climber machine. Oh, because she had the abs. Yeah. Right? Um, she was married to Billy Joel, and mm-hmm. I never could figure out why. He must be a very nice man because he's really ugly. She's so beautiful. Wow! She's a lifetime vegetarian, lifelong vegetarian, so I think she would be a good... Not only is she beautiful, but she's got all the... She's like an animal activist and advocate, a whole bunch of stuff. So her picture is like sketched on the bottle with her flowing, beautiful hair. Um, they even use environmentally friendly material on their label. I looked it up and they use organic ink even, which is totally cool. There's so, organic ink? Yeah, which is awesome. I knew about UV ink because, you know, th- things tend to fade really fast, especially out here. Mm-hmm. So there's UV, per- like, coverage or whatever. So in they're ink. stealing, like, like the, the petals of roses and making red ink or... The organic ink? Yeah. Well, obviously, they're getting it from plants. Yeah, they're not getting it from beetles, like red dye number five. Something concerns me about this. I think we're taking everything to the plants, and pretty soon we won't have any plants left to take from. No, that's the joy of plants. You just grow more. Oh, okay. Grow more. And they really don't take up that much space. It's not like a giant cow, and we just have to breed more cows. They take up a massive amount of land. They crush the land under their foot. They poop everywhere. (laughs) They release... Their gases, their their emissions, right? Cows fart a lot, so don't even get me started on the plants versus cows. And anyways, back to our Bellissima Prosecco. I think I uh, googled it. It's like twenty bucks a bottle, which that would be a very nice price to spend <laughs> for the fart sounds after. <laughs> I do love my cows, even though they're stinkers. <laughs> Um, go, <laughs> go to Total Wine Store or whatever, Bevmo, and see if you can find us. 20 bucks for a bottle? That's pretty cool. So, um, 
And I don't really like to push celebrities, but I do appreciate the fact that a celebrity, somebody that is as famous as they are and can use their their powers that be. Yeah, their platforms to speak. Powers that be. Right? Um, Cameron Diaz and her friend, Catherine Power, were sitting around drinking wine. <laughs> and they have been, they said, for decades. And they never really questioned what was in it. And they were totally grossed out by what was in the wine. So they decided to make their own. Hey, see, taking action. I like uh-huh. it. Love it. Um, they named it Aveline. I don't think it's Aveline. I think it's Aveline, um, which they got from my baby name book. I thought that was cute, too. They both thought wine was a healthy choice of drinking fermented grapes. And then they were, like, totally shocked to discover it can be manipulated with over 70, seven zero additives. Holy crap. Like, I didn't even realize that, right? right? Some of them, obviously, are good additives. They can't all be 70 bad additives, but... Didn't know. we watch a documentary about the imported Chinese wine? Yes. Yeah, but they didn't really talk about, like, No, but they're additives. saying that... Talking about machine-made wine and stuff like that. See, before, I think it was about growing grapes and making fresh yeah. wines. You didn't have fish bladders to cut down with. I think that this stuff is... Uh, all because of processing, making it faster. They need right. more stuff to make well, it. Well, I would think a machine could make it a lot faster than somebody that has to get a whole bunch of fish bladders, dry them out. They shape them. I, I read that, that they're shaped, I don't know, to fit into some kind of a holder. I don't know. And then everything is filtered through a shaped fish, dried fish bladder. Weird. I think a machine would do it a lot faster. But back to Kemma Diaz and her friend, um, Catherine Powers Wine. Aveline wine. It says, when your mouth turns purple after drinking red wine, that's not natural. It's a coloring that they call mega purple. Mega purple. Yeah, it has a name for it. So their end result was Aveline. It's a clean. All oh, right, because when you drink grape juice, you don't get a purple tongue, do you? I don't know. I don't drink grape juice. Yeah, I have that well. bad grape juice experience. Mm, right. <laughs> Maybe it is a I can't dye. Drink it. It's a dye. It that, rubs well, off on you. I we can later on Google Mega Purple because according to Cameron Diaz and Catherine, that's what it is. So, um, yeah, there's no added sugars in their wine. There's no added colors in their wine. Um, they make a white and a rosé. It costs about twenty four bucks at wine.com. Or just look around. I don't know. Maybe you find it for less or maybe more or whatever. But what a nice gift idea for that vegan in your life that you don't ever know what to buy for. Yeah. Right? Because, <laughs> you know, when you go over to somebody's dropping house. Yeah. I'm always dropping hints. Gift ideas. Um, you can go to somebody's house if they invite you for dinner. It would be nice to bring a bottle of wine yep. if you are friendly enough with them and you knew they were vegetarian And or what vegan. better way to bring a bottle of wine than a wine that has a story behind it? Yeah. Yeah. You could, like, you know, print out the little background, how it was made, who made it, and why. So... And hey, by the way, I did some research and this wine is vegan. Yeah. And then if they were... I was taking your health into consideration. Right? And then uncork it. Let's try some. <laughs> and I want to drink thing. it. Do I want to drink it while I'm here, not after I leave? But whatever. Come on, Norman. Let's drink this <laughs> bottle of wine together, okay? Right? <laughs> All right. And a cow again. So, um, luckily, finding out whether your liquor, hard liquor, is... Um, vegan is a lot more straightforward than finding out if your beer or your wine are. Most liquor, hard alcohol or spirits, whatever you want to call it, are vegan. Yes. Unless they clearly state that it contains honey, eggs, or milk. 
So the accidental vegan um, liqueurs are Tia Maria, which I had no idea because mm. I haven't drank anything like Bailey's in a long, long time. And I like the creamy boozy drinks. They're like, I love creamy boozy drinks. Ugh. But I could totally... I had a bad experience. Can't go out to it ever again. <laughs> Me and my grape juice and you and your creamy boozy. I think your bad experience was that blue Hawaiian that you threw up on the garbage. <laughs> no, no, mine was a case of Bailey's. And then like I saw that I got really drunk on it the one night. And then the next day, you like stare at the ball. You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at it makes you want to... Yeah, that curdled milk coming back. <laughs> oh, God. But it turns out Bailey's now makes a vegan version, which I'm totally excited about. But Tia Maria has always been vegan, and it's they call it the accidental vegan because it was just made that way. So um, most bourbons, most whiskeys, obviously we talked about Jack Daniels, honey, obviously it's not. Um, schnapps, um, vodkas, and tequilas, they're all vegan. Yeah, potatoes. So just... <laughs> Right? But they could have, you know, processed well, them differently. Now, if they would use organic potatoes, then you would have organic vodka. Oh, I didn't look up organic vodka. I'm sure there's... I'm sure you could do it. Yeah, I'm sure there's a company that I mean, does. if those guys in jail can make booze out of whatever they got. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, that's um, cool about our alcohols. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because our lives, they don't focus on alcohol but our lives definitely revolve around it you know special occasions we cheers well, we what about pie, the times we... right now yeah yeah and unfortunately there's a lot of negative because coronavirus has just bummed us all out yep. so there is a lot there's a huge increase in drinking but it came also with like a lot of increase in depression and a lot of increase in spousal and child abuse so that's not good like i said nobody likes a drunkard so you always want to drink responsible. And healthy. Yeah, try to do healthy if you can. Maybe just like drink some of it and not all of it. And then it's like a treat, right? Right. So that would be awesome. Anyways, moving on. All right, here we go. Jello shots. So you had said jello shots are not vegan. And I asked why. And you said because of the gelatin. And we're going to bring gelatin to the front of our topic now. It's also used as a finding agent, um, like the fish bladders, and this goes for beers and wines. But gelatin is a protein obtained from boiling skin, tendons, ligaments, and bones in water. I thought it was just the bones. (laughs) Oh, my god! I didn't realize it was the skin. Oh, and the tendons. You know what? I can't even imagine how much that stinks. I just... I'm envisioning I'm at that gelatin factory, and you're like... I know who's making gelatin. Uh, the world-famous hitman out there. Oh, right. I wonder where that dead body went. Yep. Oh, I don't know. Oh, but there's plenty of jello shots. <laughs> jello shots all around. Hey, guys. Uh, well, Ted across the street really scares me. He's always drinking <laughs> us jello shots, and he's always got that sniper above his fireplace. <laughs> that sniper gun. <laughs> the gun? Um, it can also be prepared at home. Oh, sort of yeah, it can, depending if you have the right supplies. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is boil those uh, um, cartilaginous, cartilaginous, cartilage. So like you could take your, you could take uh, your meats and your, bones, your turkey. Right, because you know how it all, if you leave and it on the stove. they already boil it down to get the. Yeah, and it gets that gross jelly that people usually make gravy. <laughs> so go ahead. Mm, Grab make... it by the back of the bone and just. <laughs> Yeah, get that jelly right off of there. Melt off the bone. Oh. Right. You can make some wild turkey out of that turkey jelly. There you go. 
So I was reading that the worldwide production of gelatin is about 400,000 tons a year, which 2,000 pounds in a ton, that's like 800,000 pounds of carcass jelly. Oh, sick. And the reason for the quantity is because it's used in shampoos, face masks. It's everywhere. We put it on our face because it's also in cosmetics. Gum. Yeah. No, it's all over. And what else, Frank? Do they put gelatin in? They put it in candy. Yeah? What kind? Gummy bears. Of course. Jelly babies. Yep. Gummy worms. Sharks. Yep, gummy sharks. Candy corn. Oh, oh who knew about the candy Starburst. corn? Starburst. Yeah. Nerds. Honey and candy it's corn, in, too. Oh, nerds. Yeah. The Haribo gummy rings. Yeah, Haribo, yeah. Troll and peach rings. Trolley and peach rings. Oh, I love trolleys. <laughs> right? Oh, uh, yeah. Of course it is, because it's what binds it all together. Yeah, and all those gummy rings and everything. There's a couple chewy ones that don't. Um, lots of vegan candies that don't have it in it. Airheads. Cracker Jacks, U.S. Smarties, not the yummy Canadian chocolate ones. It could be, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because those Smarties are just sugar. Yeah, those little sweet tart kind of You bite at that powdery things. dust. It doesn't have any gelatin. <laughs> Skittles, Blow Pops, Dots. Dots are chewy, but yeah. Dots... But that, that dippy powder stuff, if you crack them, they kind of dissolve. They kind of like turn into a dust. Dots? Yeah, like... No, like, they're like... Gumdrops. Oh, I think in the dots. dots are on the piece of paper, and then you pull the paper oh, off and you eat them. Those Remember are those weird. dip dots or yeah. something? No, yeah. I don't think so. I think I was thinking, oh, maybe they're not the gumdrop dots. Maybe they are your little. Yeah, because if it was a gummy button. related, it'd have silicone or uh, gelatin. Gelatin in I it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> High C makes orange slices. Those are chewy. They do not have gelatin. Oh, they're that's vegan. Good. See, they found a way to do it. Right. So everybody else could too. It's right. probably all about the money. Uh, root beer barrels, star brights, bottle caps. I haven't had a root beer barrel in forever. I love them. I want to have that beer party when we can all gather again. Oh. And I'm going to have a little dish of root beer barrels. Those were interesting. Oh, they're delicious. I think more restaurants should have them instead of those green and chocolate like the Star Brights, you know, those little That'd be nice. minties? That would be a, like a nice dessert to root, have. Yeah, yeah root beer barrels when you're walking out the door. Or a mint as you come in and a barrel as you leave. Yeah. <laughs> a barrel as you leave. I got bad breath. So, now, how about a drum roll, Rock Phoenix Live? What else is vegan and chocolate? Rain. Some of it. <laughs> Not all. Uh, chocolate, my favorite food. So because chocolate comes from a plant, the pod of like the cacao tree, you'd think that it would be vegan, but guess what? It's what's mixed with it that makes it taste yummy. Yeah, but it also kind of ruins it. Um, milk chocolate. Milk. Hello, milk. Um, in the process of going from the tree to the store, lots and lots of additives are added, like dairy. Oh, yeah. And then when looking for vegan chocolate, you may have to look... Um, at the chocolate stores or chocolatiers or at least just higher quality chocolate because good chocolate has a higher chocolate content 
or cacao content. Right. Um, more pure ingredients and less likely to have additives. Yeah. So it's the lesser, the cheaper chocolates, the lesser quality that have a long list of ingredients and cheap fillers. And sugar and butter are on the top of the list. Yeah, and they not only contain milk, but like milk solids, milk fats, and yeah, all sorts of fillers that really aren't very good for you. So, but the good news is for chocolate lovers, plenty of vegan chocolate options. We weren't going to leave you hanging. No, got to give the bad with the good, you know. So most of the endangered species brand, um, Whole Foods brand chocolate chips, Whole Foods dark chocolate, a chocolate cream flavored Oreos. Uh-huh. Yay. I don't know about the other Oreos. Oreos. The list only had the chocolate cream flavored. Right. So we'll have to look at the other ones because Liam wants to do that. Oreo challenge where you're blindfolded and you buy a whole bunch of Oreos. Of course he does. Any child wants to do an (laughs) Oreo challenge. I told him, find something that doesn't require me to buy a huge, massive package. (laughs) Right. Because we'll have to eat all of them. And eat it in a weekend. Right. Um, Chocolate chip and chocolate flavored Teddy Grahams. So the other ones have honey. Oh, right. So the chocolate chip and the chocolate chip ones... And the chocolate ones, flavored Teddy Grahams. And then Trader Joe's also makes uh, vegan chocolate chips. Oh, good. Right? So any brand of cocoa powder should be fine as long as it's 100%. Cacao. 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 Sounds like you're a bird. You know, the Aztecs used to drink that stuff. Or was it the Egyptian Aztecs, I think, used to drink cacao straight with like maybe like a little type of milkish type thing they had and that was it and stir it up and they used to drink it like the, the head guy would drink it straight like that why like just for that help? was because that was like their crop their, their their thing you know they founded this and it was like wow oh huh. and so they would before sugar was refined you had this if you drink cacao straight it's a tarty 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 it should be seriously bitter yeah like eating that hershey's dust yeah yeah, like taking a spoonful of Hershey's cocoa, thinking that it's like hot chocolate, right. and you're like, it's not Nestle quick, right? See, I let Liam taste some, just like when we made our ice cream for the first time, and he was not impressed at all. <laughs> um, Trader Joe's has something called a Pound Plus bar. Whole Foods 365 has a dark chocolate baking chunks. Lint. Excellence dark chocolate is also vegan, and good old Hershey's syrup. Which I'm not really big on, but you know what? In a pinch, that's pretty cool because it's all packaged up and you just keep it in your fridge and add it to your almond milk or whatever and you make yourself like a nice little chocolate milk treaty. So, um, We also found some different vegan, organic, and also fair trade chocolates at Cost Plus World Market. Remember when we went there? Yes. They had lots I, of open ideas. They had lots of different things at Cost yeah. Plus. Because they come from all different countries. That's kind of the cool the cool thing about Cost Plus World Market. So. Yeah. And not all countries are, you know, even though they might be kind of third world-ish, they're still advanced in some things. And they don't want their rainforest destroyed. And they don't want all their animals you know, killed off or whatever. So they're they're starting to do step up and do this fair trade. I guess it's been around for a while, but so try your best when you're going to the higher quality chocolate. Look for something that's also organic or at least vegan fair trade chocolate. Yeah. Um those people have set the standards to ensure the farmers are getting a better price for their cocoa um, while minimizing the whole impact on the environment, like the rainforest. It also protects the rights of women and children 
who are often mistreated in these communities. We also watched a documentary on that, and that is some hard, hard work. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what? We have a 10-year-old, and I can't imagine him going out into, you know, the jungle, which is their environment, but with a machete. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, and that's just the beginning of it. They're it, hacking at these plants and probably The other third parties that leg. get into to getting the chocolate from point A to point B. The guys with the truck. Oh yeah. Those guys make buttloads of money and they're all and they all suck it from the farmer. The farmer should be the yeah. guy that gets the most money in this cacao industry. He does industry. all the hard work. Yeah, he does all the hard work and they get cents, cents yeah. out of pennies. Like 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 min- Less than pennies yeah, on the pennies. Fractions. On yeah, fractions. Yeah, it was and the really guy bad. with the trucks is snaking it from the next guy and so forth. It's a huge, huge industry. If yeah. I, if, if anything, Google the fair trade chocolate industry. It's, I think because the farmers are so stinking poor, they don't even have the vehicles to transport it. So that's where these middlemen, so to speak, come in because they did have the vehicles. They transport it, and then it just kind of goes up and up and up and up and up in value. And it's our Hershey's and our big chocolate names. That's the only one that I can think of right now. But those are the people that really are making all the money and these, oh know, yeah, the, the farms. And, and, and they, those. Turn, they turn a blind eye to it. They make sure they know nothing yeah. about it. They don't care where their food, their stuff, they, they do care where it comes from, but they'll be sure they're not, they're not to care about it. Right. If there's an event that something happens, they have, hey, this is, we just bought it from this guy. We don't know what he does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They sort of, they do. They turn the blind eye. That's the eye. outsourcing rule. Yep. And you know what? They just, they know totally all about it. They're aware of it. They're just choosing to ignore it because they want to get it at a smoking deal so they can create their product from it. Um, Anyhow, look for Fairtrade Chocolate under Trader Joe's brand, Kind, which makes those kind bars. Mm -hmm. Um, Endangered Species, which I already said. Kirkland was on my Fairtrade Chocolate list. Oh, yeah. So next time we're there, maybe I'll have to look around. Tiny Tony's only caught my eye because that was one of the cost plus ones. And I laughed. I thought that was a funny name. Mm-hmm. But Tiny Tony's also is fair trade. Um, there are many more that I didn't even recognize the logo or the name. But, you know, I'm looking forward to taste testing. <laughs> I'm all for that. So, But um, I was reading a little bit more on fair trade. And it definitely deserves a podcast all of its own. It combats child labor. It says that 152 million children are still stuck in child labor. Yeah. And this is up to date because I was reading coronavirus things on their site. So yeah, these people don't stop and take a break and have to social distance. These guys don't can't afford to take a day off. Um, and when you're getting pennies on pennies for a hard day's worth of work, that's just nothing. You got to put everybody to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah just exactly. to feed the family, that kind of idea. So basically, out of 152 million children, 70% of those kids were in agriculture. So it's not the kids in the sweatshop sewing the clothes and making shoes. 70% were agriculture just like this, like yeah. chocolate or whatever else. So Anytime you think agriculture, though, you're, you you always see what it does to, it does to a family. And they... And they end up, um, they end up, you know, like they had the Future Farmers of America. They ended up having like a college for these kids to go yeah. to to learn how to farm because this was going to be your life for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. So it sucks sometimes for those people that have kids and they're not, they're born into it and this is all they know. They can't go anywhere else. Well, and especially in poorer countries, they can't, uh, mom and dad can't even go anywhere. So what chance does the kids have? Right. They're stuck where yeah. they are, in their village or in their whatever, so... 
Um, and then speaking about coronavirus, it said a recent note suggested that COVID-19 is a disaster for millions of children because of school closures and people losing their jobs and the whole economic downturn. It leaves the kids even more vulnerable. So now they have nothing else to do, nowhere to go. So for sure, they're going back and they're having to, uh, you know, to do slave labor, basically. So, yep. Anyways, final note. I'm not quite done, but on a closing final note, closer to home, I think we should all do a self-check. I think um, here in North America is where I am, but, you know, even in other countries, do a self-check and be grateful for the beer, (laughs) the wine, the candy, and, of course, the chocolate. You know, we might not drink every day and eat it every day, but it's a treat to us and a luxury, and we should be grateful that we can even still, we have that option, that we have it, so. Yeah. Yeah, always be grateful for what you've got. And again, these ideas are to help you stay healthy. And, you know, again, no one's saying you have to follow these. But if you want to take the cholesterol out of your life, I mean, this is a way to do it. Yeah, it's a good way to do it. It's a quick way to do it. So, um, yeah, drink responsibly. Enjoy your family. Treat yourself. Have a have a fair trade vegan chocolate, right? Right. So Have yourself a nice fair trade chocolatini. Right. Oh, yeah. With that chocolate bar chunked off, put on the side of the glass, and you can boop, flip it in, and oh. it floats around and bobs in your... Yeah. Anything that bobs in my martini glass looks pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Even the apple slice and yeah. the apple teeny. Oh, you love apple teenies. Yes, I love that apple That thin slice Granny Smith apple that's right on the top, and it looks beautiful, too. Yeah, huh? and they taste good, too. And the cool thing about some of those apple teenies is they make a little bit more than they should, so you get the glass next to you, you can just... <laughs> right. Popped off yourself off. Well, that's a good bartender that deserves your tip <laughs> right there. So, but um, yeah, make the healthy choices, feel the results, right? Um, and that's it. That's sort of the end. Other than my joke, I'm gonna try to do the uh, fun fact or a joke. And today I have a joke, and it's just in time for fall. I found another corny joke. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it, Frank? I'm ready. Okay. I was walking through the corn maze and it felt like I was being stalked. It was really eerie. There's two in there. <laughs> that was like a double whammy. That huh? was good. Well, you know, it's almost Halloween. And yeah, fall so. is around. The, fall is here now. It is. It's around the corner. I thought. Well, it doesn't feel it, but no, it is. Not where Technically, we are. according to the calendar, we've been in it for a few days, but we still have like over 100 degrees. So Yeah, wherever you guys are, hope fall is happening <gasps> for you. Right? Again, we're still stuck. Things are on the Our chocolate. <laughs> Our chocolate is melting, you know, sitting on the counter. We have to put it in the refrigerator. Yep. First world problems right there. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and share to your friends and your family. If you liked listening to us, I hope that you found it informative and at least a little bit inspiring. And uh, go on with your day. Be well. Eat healthy. Hey,